Welcome back to the square. Uh, I am your host, Curtis the fifth, and I'm Curtis the fourth. Um, so today's episode, we are going to pay homage in honor of March Madness uh, kicking off. Uh, first weekend is gone. Uh, came and went. Crazy stuff happened. Illinois is already out of it. Uh, Loyola Chicago comes with back with a vengeance again as they make it back into the tournament. Um, I know how to feel about that. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to touch on that portion of it. We just wanted to do a little bit more of a lighter episode here. Uh, and so we, in honor of that, we do want to do a greatest or best sports movie of all time. We, we created our own bracket here. Um, and so we'll eventually get through uh, the full 32 that we ended up picking. We didn't do all 64. And that just would have been wild. But um, so <laughs> that's too many movies. That's a lot of movies. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be just sound a little bit more lighter, a little bit more fun. Uh, some debates are going to happen here, um, and we want you guys to debate too. So comment down below what you think of the bracket. You can actually uh, go check out the bracket over on Twitter uh, at the underscore square pod, um, and all of the uh, different division uh, brackets are up there with the eight team bracket or the eight movie bracket uh, for each of the four divisions there. So uh, you can see what the rankings are and, and whatnot. Um, but Today, we are going to kick off with the quote-unquote North Division here. Um, and so, the first eight movies that we will discuss in this episode are going to be at the one seed, uh, Rocky IV, uh, which I think grossed over $300 million. Uh, we have the two seed, Remember the Titans, a, a Disney classic there. Uh, three seed, Cinderella Man, just an all-around great movie. Um, four seed Coach Carter, and that's gonna take on Young Blood at the five. Ah, dark horse. Yeah. Uh, six is gonna be the program. Uh, seven, The Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, one of only two golf movies that are both fantastic in, in this. Uh, on the bracket here. Um, and then at the eight seed, uh, it's gonna be Bull Durham. So, um, let's just dive right into this thing here. Uh, and let's just get it out of the way. Let's. One versus eight, Rocky four versus Bull Durham. Uh, I'll let you introduce these movies since they're both yours um, and your picks that you brought in here. So all right, I'll so, let you uh, kick things off here. All right. So we're coming in at number one with Rocky four, a 1985 classic. Um, arguably to this day, can go arguably be one of the best, if not the best Rocky movie that was created. Um, I know there's the original the original, um, the first two. Um, Which, there's also the Rocky Three for those who like the Mr. T version. I mean, yeah. it's a good franchise, but fantastic franchise. Rocky Four was very revolutionary <laughs> during the time it came out. With the, um, I believe, with the Cold War that was going on, and and it was Russia versus America, and it was very political, and 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 then we got to see, you know, the death of Apollo. I'm giving any spoilers to anybody who happened to not have seen this movie by this point in time. Um, yes, so Apollo Creed does, you know, pass does die in this movie. But with that being said, right at the beginning, just heart wrenching. Yes, it, it it was a very different toned. Unceremoniously, rocking. it was. Oh, oh God. no, he went out. Yeah, he. It, it was. It, yeah, it, it was really. I mean, you wanted to, you you wanted. Unless he to was shut. a Viking, that was like there's no die in battle honor here. He just man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he just got decimated. Completely. And, uh, 
And yes, and then of course Rocky exacts his revenge. You know, get you know comes gets back on top, finds America a way to, versus Russia. You know, David versus Goliath story, and you know David wins it yet again. You know, from un- unsurmountable odds, and you know, and he comes out victorious. Mm-hmm. And it's on his counterpart for those who really got to go back a little bit. Well, you gotta go back further. Actually, uh, not much further. Up, yeah, no, up yeah. Years. It's actually 1988. Uh, the Kevin Costner classic Bull Durham and others might have been thinking, you know, oh, what about Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams is not in this bracket. So we're talking about Bull Durham, the Durham Bulls that, you know, the uh, minor league baseball team in Durham, North Carolina, uh, was actually created after a, the, the actual Durham Bulls team. Um, so, but it was fictitious characters. Of course, yeah. you got... Um, Kevin Costner, Tim Robbins, and for those who don't know who that is, that's Andy Dufresne from um, Shawshank Redemption, um, which he was a pitcher. You know, um, Kevin Costner is the catcher. Uh, Susan Sarandon is the love interest, and so on and so forth. This is the crazy love triangle that's going on during the summer of, of of this season, and you know, and all the little kooky things that went on with that. It was slightly humorous, some some comedy in there, but you know, it did have a bit of a drama and then, but it was a absolute sports movie, but yeah. Um, one of those eighties classics, um, that I thought got the record sh- should have gotten more recognition than the AFC, but Hey, um, someone has to, <laughs> to fulfill the AFCs in these, in these brackets. And let me preface that. And for anybody saying that Bull Durham should be higher based off of how great that movie is, we did not do we we picked the movies to be a part of this bracket. We did not pick the seating. We basically did all of the seating based off of the box office grossing so that there was at least some semblance of non-bias when it comes to right. us picking the movies. We didn't want to also pick the matchup. So that's the reason why it's an eight seed. It didn't make as much move mo- as much money, nearly as much money as Rocky Ford did. Actually, no no movie on this list made anywhere I think was seventy million dollars more uh Rocky Four made than any other movie on this list. So Exactly. Um and with that, uh, we probably won't pay too much attention to the seeds in the first round. It probably more relevance as we move on through the rounds. Yeah. Um so so we have Bull Durham. Um so those are the two matchups. Um and this is for me to pick or are we I mean we're both picking basically how we're gonna do it is it's going to be you pick yours, I pick mine. If we end up in a tie, we'd go over to a coin flip because that's just the easiest right. and most fair way to do it. Got a boxing movie versus a baseball movie. So with baseball comes a lot of weight. We got a lot of fans out there of baseball. So this one could be an upset. However, for me, I unfortunately cannot um, choose Bull Durham over Rocky Ford due to the fact that Rocky Four is by far, the, <laughs> if anybody knew any of this about me, I've seen this movie probably over a hundred and something, some odd times. Um, I can't even tell you countless times I went to the actual theater to or been taken to the theater as a kid to go see this. Yeah. Um. Once it came on cable, uh, that that went into overdrive. Every single time it came on, anytime <laughs> I turned the TV on and it was on, I stopped and I watched it every single time. Went to the video store, rented it countless times you know, which is unheard of who goes back and keeps running the same movie over and over again. <laughs> and I'm talking about over the course of several years, you know, not even in the same year that it was released. So, well, I um, think we are easily in agreement here. I'm going Rocky for as well. Yeah. In a landslide. Yeah. I think Rocky four will get the nod over. For unfortunately, sure. Bull Durham. 
for sure, I'm putting Rocky Four through. Um, and, and it's not any knock to Bull Durham. It's just you're going up against a Goliath, like you said earlier, in Rocky Four, which just there's too many great memories. Uh, I'm sorry, minor league baseball doesn't do it for me when it comes to going up against Rocky Balboa. I'm sorry, it just didn't. It just doesn't hold it hold its own weight. <laughs> you know, minor league baseball, fictitious boxing there's, sanction for me. Division. There's just better. I mean, there other baseball movies can definitely compete against Rocky Four, maybe, but I just sorry Bull Durham doesn't for me. You got to go major league versus major league, and this is not it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, let's just go down the list then. Let's go with a five four matchup to complete this side of the ba- bracket. Um, Youngblood uh, is the five seed, the underdog here. Hockey movie going up against Coach Carter. Uh, Samuel Jackson has always got some uh, fantastic staying power. Um, I mean, I'll let you give your synopsis of Youngblood, and then I guess since Coach Carter is my pick, you I'll give the synopsis of that one. But uh, for Coach Carter, um, a movie about uh, basketball and, and a and a coach himself who is just trying to get these kids out of the just monotony of the streets and and just how dangerous it can be and and just to keep um these kids in check um and it it shapes the way that i have always viewed coaches in my life and in the years that i've played sports in high school and and whatnot um because just you want to have that that role model figure and, and i think that coach carter really does uh encapsulate that entire embodiment of a of a coach who really is about discipline and not just hey let's do whatever we can to win it's more about let me shape you as as a man as an adult and as a human being and Mm -hmm. and the values that you should have so um that's one of the reasons why i put coach carter on my list in the first place is just not just the the basketball portion of it just the the kind of the life teaching moments that that are a a part of this movie as well um but uh, i'll let you uh dive into Rob Lowe and Youngblood a little bit here. Uh, is right. it the only hockey movie on our list? The only one, and because it's a good one, but um, but uh, but a very underrated one. I mean, but this one we got to go all the way back into the archives, 1986. The, um, Mr. Dean Youngblood, been played by Rob Lowe, um, which is a basically a 17 year old phenom who's looking to try to go into um, looking to get into the NHL, but um, gets picked up um, by one of these. Um, if I remember correctly, a Canadian team, you know, the, the Mustangs and um, look, it almost looked like the Detroit Red Wings on there. <laughs> and of course, he's lightning fast. If you could just think of a, a sleeker, um, sexy type, you know, Wayne Gretzky, this is who he was. And like he was just he was he was awesome. However, he was 17. So he was cotton soft. And <laughs> and then there was a the antagonist, um, Mr. Ratke over there, who. They was playing. They were they were um, competing for the last spot on the team, and of course, the coaches go with um, Youngblood due to his um, due to you know his his talents and his skills and his upside. And Racky, which was the like the enforcer, they just decided to part with him, and then he ends up going to the rival team, of course, you know, which they they finally meet up toward the end. But before that, even that end of that um, exchange or that 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 tryout. Racky and Youngblood gets get into it, and basically Racky just beats down Youngblood. And so through the course of the movie, it's it's about Youngblood basically toughening up to the point where he almost he walked away from the team, 
Um, then he goes to his brother and father. They basically teach them being back on the farm, and they bought. They basically taught him how to fight. You know, and taught, taught him how to take, toughen them up. And then he comes back to the team, asks to come back on. You know, to be reinstated. They don't really show how that happened, but he gets <laughs> reinstated on the team. And then, of course, they are playing for a championship. And and, uh, and there's other stars in there, like Patrick Swayze's. Um, you know, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. I forgot when he died oh. some years ago. But, yeah. Um, this was also, you know, Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze was also starred in The Outsiders. You know, so it was just one of them other movies that they played, they starred in together. It seems that that happens a lot, where you just make friends on a on a movie, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're doing Tina Fey, uh, Amy Poehler, and everything together. Yeah, you see that like, a lot. It's just you know they they you know same. The Rock, Hart, yeah, exactly. uh, Kevin Hart, just always in something together. Now it's uh, I I just find that to be funny. It has nothing to do with. No, yeah, it was just, <laughs> but it's one of those connections that yeah. that happened in it. Yeah, so they was they started those two movies together. Um, but it was it was one of those movies I liked it a lot. Considering I don't really follow hockey, but for a hockey movie that was that that really did it for me. But in and as a kid growing up. Um, you know, I kind of grew up watching Patrick Swayze and Rob Lowe, so this is kind of drew me in, and you know, so it, it was it's one of those underrated movies, and based on the time frame, it doesn't get a whole lot of um a whole lot of um traction. But here we got it at the five seed here, going against you know Coach Carter, so yeah, that's Young Blood. All right, well then let's get to picks here. Then um, I got to go with Coach Carter. Like I said, it just reminds me of when I look back at coaches you kind of compare them to the people that you've seen I compare them to to coach Carter and I've had a lot of coaches that have had the the disciplinary actions <laughs> such as uh coach Carter did so I, I definitely uh have some nostalgia with this movie just kind of with kind of seeing myself in it so uh, uh, I don't I don't want to make I don't want to pick no knock to the millennials out there or anything but I think this is a good educate young blood would be a good educational yeah. video today to see toughness that you don't really see in, in well that's in, something in that sports. i think a lot of people don't even understand about hockey itself uh, hockey is a tough sport yes. it, it is cutthroat it, it it's absolutely grueling uh, for first of all but i mean it's all it's actually like a cutthroat community too so it's like i i i never knock that at all um so i mean yeah yeah so with that um i guess we have to come down to does it going to be coach carter and young or young blood ah <sighs> You 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 slide into a Coach Carter. Um, I can see that Coach Carter was a based on a true story. Therefore, it actually did happen there. I can't. I can search the globe and I would never find Dean Youngblood. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the hockey player, you know. So, but with that, that that it gives some kind of substance to you know this. You know, it actually happened that yeah. you know, and with this this man and his impact with his team and his community. As well as you know, um, the school and and it, it just, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I can't let Young Blood pass during this yeah. one I, as much <laughs> as I would like to. But um, it, it was one of those swinging for the fence picks, but it did make our list. So right. if y'all have not seen Young Blood, I would recommend you all please go check it out. You know, write in the comments. Let me know what you think about it. You yeah. know, if you thought it was crap. Now, granted, I didn't see it recently, so I don't know if it's like cheesy. Maybe if it does, does it hold up. Yeah. Right. Did it translate time? The way I remembered it, it was fine. So a lot of these movies don't hold up, especially with some of the views some of these people had. And some of these, I mean, you're going way back to the 80s with a lot of the movies that we have on this list. So 
Ooh. <laughs> but, we said, well, we said the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, so no, I mean, and they they are great. I mean, Rocky Four to me definitely holds up. I mean, it's on TNT every other weekend. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're so we're staying chalk so far. Uh, kind of going with the Rocky winning the first one. Coach Carter at the four uh, wins the the second matchup. Um, down the list then, Cinderella Man versus the Program. Um, man, Cinderella Man is is one of the, my favorite movies, boxing movies anyway, um, outside of the Rocky franchise. Um, so I just love that movie just based off of, again, it it doesn't have so much to do with the actual boxing in the movie, even though there are some fantastic action scenes uh, in this movie. Uh, but just the, the way that he kind of managed being with the Great Depression and whatnot, having to deal and, and get in fight for his family. It wasn't just a fight in the ring. It was also reflecting in a metaphor for his fight for his, his livelihood, his survival uh, during the time of the great depression. Um, so th- that, that movie did had a lot of great storytelling elements. It, it had a lot of good, great metaphors and, and it just really uh, hit home with just being able to have to have, like you said in the last podcast, uh, that that dog in you to try to, to try to scrap and fight. So, um, he, I think that that this movie definitely en- encapsulates that for sure. Uh, but the program is one of yours. The program is one movie that I have never seen. Um, so you're <laughs> definitely going to have to take the lead on that one. All right, 1993 college football. <laughs> you know, um, it looked like it was a knockoff from the Florida State Seminoles. Actually, was uh, if I remember correctly, it was South Carolina um, University that they filmed this this movie. Um, this this, this where they filmed the movie at, um, which which was just shocking. Because all yeah. these years, I thought it was Florida State, and they wasn't even in the state of Florida when <laughs> they filmed. Um, but they also, you know, fun fact, they actually filmed this movie on location at Duke University, which I, you know, what I found out recently, and I thought that was a nice little fun fact, being I'm a Duke fan. Uh, it is um, all over North and South Carolina. Then. Exactly. So it was all over the Carolinas, but it was it was exactly what the title is. It was about the program, about yeah. their, their how their football program was ran. And, I mean, from boosters to just, you know, ignoring the obvious, you know, um, um, lewd behaviors of the team. The team's doing something to to, to embarrass the, the 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 program. Therefore, some players got discipl- disciplined. Others didn't necessarily, based on the value of who you were. If you was a backup, you basically couldn't make any mistakes. But if you was a starter and a star, there was space made for you. You know, whether it was with your classes, whether it was with disciplinary action. Um, I mean, they had bouts with, with a guy on the team that was dealing with steroids. You had another guy who was just trying to, you know, make all pro uh, and was on his on pace. Ma- massive injury. Not, takes him takes this person out. Then you got the um the 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 um the, the rookie the rookie or the freshman that comes in and then there's a there's a um, running back competition between the star running back <laughs> that's there and 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 the um the, the the phenom that's coming up, Mr. Darnell Jefferson played by Omar Epps, you know, and and now they got this two back system, you know, so they got like Thunder and Lightning basically. So, and then you got Joe um, Joe Kane, who was the um, <laughs> the start the starting quarterback, who was who was in contention for the Heisman. So it it was just all of this stuff going on. It's all about. It begins with them talking about who they're trying to recruit, yeah. and the movie ends with them talking and having the same conversation walking down the field. It's college football for right, you, exactly. It just gets right into the next to the next class. And, yeah, 
and it just and it it begins again. It, it's just a conveyor belt. So that's the program, um, and it's just showing this team just you know in a, capturing them in this one year trying to make a bowl game. Not even trying to get the national title. Just just trying to just trying to be you know contentions and contend for a bowl game, and that's real huge with these um with these uh, universities because there's a lot of money being exchanged in these bowl games. So a lot, and we'll talk about that in a future episode for sure. Um, but um yeah no that's the program for you uh that is a movie that grossed 23 million dollars like you said came out in 1993 um i hope it's a fantastic movie i mean i think all of these movies that are on this list are are worth watching everybody should at least see them once um so i have to go back and 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 find some time to go watch this movie but um james con omar (laughs) epps holly bear omar epps already just makes me want to watch this movie so for sure, I, James I, Con. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody don't know who that is, remember Misery. Remember the guy on the bed in Misery. That's James Con. I thought you were talking about Star Trek for a second. No, I'm kidding. I'm I'm playing. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> no. Uh. So going up against Cinderella Man, though, I think that Cinderella Man is just too good of a movie. Uh. And just to me, I mean, I can't. I have nothing. I'm ba- going basing this off of nothing because I haven't seen the program. But uh, I have That's to put Cinderella sad. Man through. I want to put the program through, but just the fact that you have not seen it just really just not doing this movie any justice whatsoever. <laughs> um, that's another one you need to put on your list: the program and Young Blood. Um, however, if, I mean, but looking at the movies from top to bottom, being that I did see both of them, Cinderella was Cinderella Man was written um, terrifically. Um, the way it just capturing just from the livelihood of the of the Great Depression. Mm-hmm the rise and fall the things that happen in that because we really I mean, don't know because the movie starts off in the roaring 20s right. where they were very financially stable they i think they had just bought a house at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. uh kind of newlyweds and everything like that um and then it just immediately cuts to how i mean and i, I love the way that they did it uh w- with the imagery there but um the way that they just cut straight into the into the great depression back to back with those two scenes is powerful yes like you know they had they it was showing you by the wedding picture yeah the wedding picture was once in a frame then the frame was even gone like they had to sell their frames i'm (laughs) like man it had to be rough when somebody gonna buy your frames (laughs) you know like a picture frame unless it was really worth something but i mean yeah probably not right you just seen two bucks yeah you just all of a sudden seen this old beat up picture sitting in sitting on a tape on a on a a dresser with no frame all of a sudden and and it's it really get it, it that first half of the movie really captured the dismal lifestyle of where um James Braddock was with his family and just it was really a movie about like you were you were saying about a, about survival and it yeah he happened to be a boxer and yeah. they kind of captured that so you got to see that journey and just to get that to get that full story that, that it was more than I mean, yeah, we we get into Rocky, but we don't really break down Rocky's life per se, you know. They, Not as they, much. They no. attempted toward the end when Rocky yeah. Balboa, but we're talking about a whole other movie now. So, <laughs> but with that being said, yeah, um, I would have to definitely have to vote Cinderella Man in. That's not saying anything against the program. I yeah. just think the program got a real a nothing bum, is getting a bad rap here. Got a here. bum matchup yeah. today, today. So, a hundred percent. I think if you put them up to most to 
over half of this list, I think the program could technically stand personally. That's uh, that's a yeah. personal bias, but it's based on what I've seen. But that's what the lot. I mean, that's Bull Durham. It, it holds up against a lot of the other movies on this list. It just it got a bad matchup with Rocky Four. So I agree with you there totally. And we are staying completely chalk here. Again, another uh, higher seed makes it on through with the three seed Cinderella Man <laughs> going in two zero. So. Let's wrap up this uh, first round of the North Division here. Uh, we got Remember the Titans, again, like I said, a Disney classic, uh, going up against the Legend of Bagger Vance. Um, I'll let you take Legend of Bagger Vance, and you can kick things off with the with the seven seat there. Um, kind of give a little bit of a synopsis of the movie, introduce it to the to the viewers here, and we'll, uh, and then I'll take over Remember the Titans. Like you try to keep giving me the lower seeds. <laughs> well, it's your movie. So Actually, you picked this one. Oh yeah, I did. Never yeah, mind. Actually, we picked your... this one together. Actually, technically, these are your matchups. We made a little bit of a last second uh, judgment to to put in the two movies that we we did to the two right. golf movies. So so what we got here is high school football versus you know golf. <laughs> you know it's pro golf. I guess it is. It it's pro, pro golf. It's pro golf. Yeah. So it was the it was, it was, it was the pros. So the Legend of Bag Advance. Okay, it's about a, a, a um, Matt Damon's character Randolph Jr. You know just. Um, up and coming um, amateur golfer who was just, I mean, a, a phenom. Like he he can hit the ball further and he, he can drive the ball further than most. He he can um he was basically wow you know Man was he was a anything with the golf club he was anything <laughs> less than a pro but playing at the at the basically at the at the amateur level and he was on pace. Of course, World War One comes up. You know, um, every, uh, all men are called to you know fight for their country. He goes and fight fights for his country but of course his it, tragically his whole company gets killed in in combat but he survives yeah so he disappears for a couple of years and then all of a sudden he just shows back up at home in savannah georgia and he and you know he almost looks like he's you know kind of a bum or just kind of <laughs> like down and out which he really isn't he's depressed you know yeah. he's just kind of doing his own thing you know he's just kind of hanging out at the house drinking and playing cards and stuff at you know and just you know, he's just becoming a rec a recluse at this point. Um, so all of us, you know, so in the midst of him talking, or, or they sent, uh, there's this tournament that they want to do because of the depression that they they got this brand new um, golf course that was supposed to launch, and of course the the the, the Great Depression happens and nobody you you have no not you have yeah. got this big investment that just basically is about to plummet. So the father that who owned uh, of the um, love interest of Matt Damon in the movie, he owns the golf course. And of course, because of the mounting bills, all you do is see a silhouette and he kills himself. He basically <laughs> shoots himself in the head in his in his office. And then his daughter comes to find him like that. So they so she's trying to have this um this this grand t tournament for one weekend that's basically going to just basically pay for or keep the or keep the um golf course going or revitalize people to come back to to to, to come to this um what what what, what do we what do we call them the country club golf course yeah, it's like yeah. country club that's what it was a country club so and it's just trying to get people investors to come back in so yeah. they have this tournament but they to to go a long way they get these two it's like they as if they went and asked for tiger woods and uh roy McElroy or somebody no. and then randolph jr like <laughs> To be a local who can actually, you know, draw some uh, attention of, you know, and, and and some traction with um with the locals, and of course he hasn't played golf in years. So in in and so through the process, they send this little kid to go and tell him about it, and it just got him thinking, 
so he goes out in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of the night just driving balls out into the middle of the field. And all of a sudden we see this character, Will Smith, comes up and he's Bagger Vance. And he just comes out of nowhere. So don't, I'm not going to give the movie away to anybody. But his, but they have a very interesting, you know, relationship. And he basically becomes his caddy, and he kind of coaches him through and helps him get back to where he was, where a lot of it was uh, intro. He had to introspectively look at himself yeah. and, and get over his his own little demons and personal personal um shortcomings. So I thought it was a great movie about you know competition and focus and 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 drive. And uh, and you you know you those those kinds of um, messages can translate into any sport, but to see it in a golf movie, I was like, I don't even play golf. Mm. I barely play miniature golf. <laughs> yet this, this movie, I mean, was, hey, just had me glued, you know, completely, you know, and um and, and 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 as the movie goes, you know, there's a tournament, and but there that's the legend of Bagger Vance, yeah. and, and trying to figure out who is this mystical Bagger Vance. Yeah. relation to the movie. No, that's a fantastic movie, fantastic synopsis of it. Um it has a lot of powerful moments in it. I love that that movie. It not too much more to say about it than what you you put out there, but uh it's going up against the two seed here, remember the Titans. Uh you remember them. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um Remember the Titans? I mean, we all know it. It's a Disney classic. It's a, a movie about a high school football team. Um, you got Denzel Washington uh, takes over as a head coach. Um, yep, <laughs> trying to, uh, and it takes place during the time of segregation. Uh, kind of, well, I guess towards the end of segregation, as they're trying to uh, bring these two schools together. Seventies. Yeah, um, but it, it's just a story about how. The football aspect of it is more about how you bring a team together, no matter what your backgrounds are, what your differences are, uh, where you come from, who your parents are. It doesn't matter. It's when it comes down to bare bones, it's your talent and, and what you can bring to the team and, and what you can do to play into a, a team and be it, be it that it is football, it's the ultimate team sport. Um, and, and, and that's the base layer of things there, uh, but it's really more about Again, another another movie about a coach really trying to get down to the to the brains of these children and and, and really get them to uh, understand and grow as men and, and become a family. Um, and that's what a lot of, of football is, whether it's high school, college, or NFL. It is a it's a one huge family that in the whole organization needs to come together to be successful. Um, and it it really hits on tropes for for going with the black versus white, especially with the two linebackers, uh, as they become brothers really uh, in the end. Um, D line actually, were they? Yeah, I felt not. Uh, yeah, football's a positionless game anyway now. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but at the end of the day, it's really about how they, they bring this team together. There's so many uh, fantastic points uh, where you're looking at where the refs are being racist and, and they're calling phantom uh, penalties here or there. And, and you have to have the, the defensive coordinator come over as he is uh, the, 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 the white savior here. And he comes in and, and definitely uh, helps out and make sure that the, uh, the refs understand he knows what he's doing and everything like that. Um, and, and there's just so many powerful moments where where it really gets down to just what's going on in your brain and 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 how you you view these kids and how you bring them together. Um, so 
I, I think Remember the Titans is one of one of the best football movies. I mean, we got so many football movies on this list, um, but it's one of the better ones that we do have on the list. I mean, it's a high seed for a reason. Um, but I going up against Legend of Bagger Vance, this is a really tough matchup for me, in all honesty. So I'll let you kick off the, the picks here and, and give your reasons why. Again, um, taking taking some of the key um, things that I can get from, let's say, from the, the, the Legend of Bagger Vance, Again, um, you have the scene where Matt Damon finally goes to to um, Bagger Vance right before he's about to. They're about to get ready to start the second half of the first round, and um, <clears throat> so he's about to get ready and put. And then finally, he just acts. He he takes a Matt Damon's character takes a step back and just asks him, "Okay, how do I see the field?" Mm-hmm. And he told him just to focus on one of the um the. Um, one of the other golfers who was about to get ready and do his, uh, about to get ready and show, you know, get ready and swing and begin the second round. Um, and just that scene, it was a scene, it was a, it was a um illustration of focus. Yeah. And it was it was at the first point where he was helping Matt Damon to remember and 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 refocus and become the golfer he always was. It was just inside of him. He just had to, you know, find the confidence within himself. And you know, and settle himself down enough in the tournament, and just and just play the way he used to play when he used to play carefree. Yeah, and he he was out there just trying to prove something, and he was he was really stinking it up. But that scene right there was a shift in the movie. That there made the whole movie for me. Just that one scene, I didn't <laughs> care less what happened after that because that scene could be like again, because I played. I played football. I played basketball. I played volleyball. You know, yeah. I, I played softball. I played a, I track and field. I ran. A, I played a lot of different sports over the course of my childhood and my early ad- adulthood. And that type of message can translate to every single sport that I played. And that's the type of pep talks that I would need that would get me pumped up. And I'm like, I'm over here watching a golf movie. And I yeah. don't even play golf. It didn't make me want to go grab a golf club and run out there, but it damn, damn sure made me want to go grab a football or, foot, or go grab a basketball yeah. somewhere. I think I can actually go out there and do something to hurt myself. But um, This is not the movie that made me pick up a golf golf club, but the other one that we do have on, on those bracket days, which we will which get to. That's a whole different beast over yeah. there. Um, and so you have that, you, so I'm looking at, I have this movie about focus, you know, and it can even be translated to life technically, you know, versus, you know, um, remember the Titans and very inspiring, you know, I mean, they ran the table, you know, basically cause Herman, Herman Boone was put up against it. I mean, you talk about insurmountable odds. The man couldn't lose any games that they were going to fire him. So, yeah. From day one, he, <laughs> they, that's what they wanted to do. It's he, just right. they did, he, he knew it too. He was set up to fail. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So the only way he was going to save his job was win the championship and be undefeated. <laughs> he yeah. couldn't lose any games, and they didn't lose any. Miraculously, in I mean, uh, uh, in, uh, an accident happened in the movie, and they lost one of their key players. Yeah. I'm not giving it away for all you who, <laughs> for some reason, didn't see this movie. But you know, with that being said. Yeah, um, and they still win the champion. They found a way to win the championship. But I mean, and what I liked about the movie, it wasn't one of these typical um, football movies where you see all this offense. All you know. It's oh just, no! This the oh, defense my was goodness. A, <laughs> it was like the '85 Bears. Like, oh my goodness! Man, this was high school, and that, that's what kind of threw me off about it a little bit more. As you because revisionist history here, looking back on the movie, 
it's a Disney movie too. Yeah. So you're thinking like, oh, they got to have all this glitz and glam. They really got gritty with it and, and, and went did. really big into the defensive side of the ball. They did. I mean, you got that side and that's just from the football. But like you were saying, we got a lot of, you know, you're dealing with like political and social issues, you know, race, race relations, it's, racial it's, justice it's, issues. All of that's happening in the midst of this foot, this, this town and this football team. Mm-hmm. And so this is a very tough matchup. But I mean, I honestly got to go on the limb, and I got to take Legend of Bag Advance yeah. over this one. No, and I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if either one of these makes it through. Um, going into it, I had remember the Titans, so this is going to come down to a coin flip, um, which we can just get that out of the way. Um, but at the end of the day, the reason why I take remember the Titans over, uh. Legend of Bagger Vance is really just comes down to which one do I think about more when I think about sports movies? It's going to be Remember the Titans. So that that's the only reason why it, it's really 50 50. I like both of these movies equally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the reason why. But I mean, we'll we'll put it up to a coin flip. Uh, heads will be uh, the two seed and then vice versa. So put that up there. We got heads. Who was that? That's going to be Remember the Titans Goes Through. Uh. <laughs> so we went chalk in this first episode. Uh, let us know what we're wrong about. Let us know uh, what what we got wrong here. Um, and, and let us know your thoughts of, of any of these movies from this first uh, round here of, of the North here. Um, next episode will be the East, and we'll get into that. Um, but definitely, uh, like I said, let us know what you think down below. Like, rate review share subscribe this uh episode and the podcast in general again we want to grow we want to get bigger uh, and we, we want to reach more people here and, and create a community of uh, sports fans so um definitely reach out there question do we have any polls going up for these brackets or anything i will put them up uh once we get the uh episodes up so you can definitely find the polls on twitter to vote which one you uh feel is the winner um, so definitely go check that out there. That's at the underscore square pod. Um, and you can find all of that information and, and all of the polls there. And like I said, you can also see uh, all of the brackets as they stand right now. And by doing so, you can follow along with us and see how much your bracket may variate. From exactly. Ours. I mean, as you can see, we are actually debating who goes back. <laughs> we just did our first coin flip. So I don't like how that failed <laughs> at all because I thought I gave a very compelling five-minute soliloquy on um, <laughs> The Legend of Bagger Vance. You did, but the coin disagrees. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you all, for y'all who have not seen this movie, I know it's about golf, but it's about a whole lot of other things. Stars Matt Damon and Will Smith. So uh, there you go. That's, there's your draw. Go watch all of these movies because they are all fantastic. They're all worth being watched. So Thanks. They're not sure. all going to be your typical I know we think the Rockies out there. We gotta stretch you. We got some interesting ones in here, so you'll definitely uh, be in for a treat coming back for more here. So that was just again the first episode. Um, Definitely come back for more. Like I said, next up is going to be the East Division. You can definitely go see what that's all about and and what movies are uh, a part of that bracket uh, on Twitter. Um, But yeah, like I said, again, like, rate, subscribe. Um, and, and definitely share the podcast to continue to have us grow and um, reach more people here. So thank you guys again, and you guys uh, have a good rest of your day. Have a good night.